Hello and welcome to All Villa No Filler, a podcast all about Aston Villa, the world's greatest football team. 2023 got off to a bang, didn't it, with a superb 2-0 tactical masterclass away at Spurs. Is this the start of a beautiful year under Professor Unai Emery? But first of all, we ask the age-old question, Frankie, how are you? I'll tell you what, what a start to the year. I'm here in Scotland, in the Highlands, uh, here for Hogmanay. Absolutely loving it. First time I've ever been to the Highlands. Fantastic. All I've done is going around everywhere going, are you related to John McGinn? Are you related to John McGinn? Have you, have you met John McGinn? John McGinn's a legend, right? Isn't he the greatest? He's a fantastic player. And everyone just sort of looking at me a bit blankly, like, who's this guy? Um but yeah, I thought you'd be up there scouting for the next John McGinn. Oh, oh I have been. I've been I, I walked past a five-a-side game two days ago and I thought, right, I'll keep, keep my eye out. A um, couple, couple of nice talents, I'll say. I was tempted to put the message out to a Professor Unai. Um, but yeah, very beautiful part of the world. Extremely beautiful. But I tell you, nowhere near as beautiful as what we witnessed at Tottenham today. George, my goodness. What did you what make of that? It was... It was amazing i think i think arguably the best performance of the season so far not just under emery i mean obviously he's now won three out of his four premier league games so and one of those was against man united uh, at home but that had a different vibe it was like the first game under his management it was at home and so sometimes there's almost not an expectation um that you will get a result like that but 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 almost you know the, the players are really sort of showcasing themselves um in that first game but away from home against a really good team like Tottenham with, with some of some you know some of their great players I think just tactically we looked a, a step above them get Spurs going just just wasn't working against us I think clearly the issue with Spurs um is that they struggle to um to start games well they, I, th- yeah. I think I think I think this game was the 10th consecutive Premier League game where they've conceded first. Yeah. Um. So, uh, so that's that's a problem for them that they've obviously Conte wants to address, but um, they just they just couldn't do it. I think you know they they we started we started quite well. Um. And then towards the end of the first half, Spurs grew into it. They caused us some problems, but let's be honest, the only real scare was the Kane header, which Ashley Young did really well to clear off the line. Mm. Aside from that, I can't really think of another time at all, um, where Spurs really troubled us which is incredible to think you know away from home at you know Spurs's ground um it was uh it was a just as you say as we say a tactical masterclass from from Emery we were so savvy we stopped the Spurs counter effectively because that's kind of how Spurs I think like to play in the Conte they they defend uh, they defend really strongly well supposedly uh, that's what they should be doing um and then and then counter with the um the quality and speed of, of son and, and kane and the passing ability of those two and the interchange mm-hmm. between those two but we stopped them dead um and, and we managed to sort of hit them with two really really good goals okay yes the first one was probably a, a bit of a a goalkeeping howler from from Lloris, uh, but you know Buendia was there to pick up the scraps and and score a really good goal for him and his confidence and the, and the second goal was was you know one of the best I think I've seen a score all season um, in yeah. terms of the the interplay the lovely ball I think from McGinn to Louise and a brilliant control from Louise and then a brilliant finish as well to top it off um, and that was that really and we kept them really quiet for the remaining sort of 15-20 minutes of the game it was just a great tactical performance lots of really good individual performances too which I will touch on but I will let you speak Frankie what who stood out for you in, in, in that game 
Oh, I'll tell you what, I was so happy with what I saw. I just wanted to go to every whiskey distillery near me here in Scotland and just sample everything to celebrate. Um, just continue my New Year's celebrations. It was an absolutely sensational performance. You know, two months ago, we were playing under a manager and a regime that endlessly was making excuses about why things weren't happening and we needed to pull our socks up and go again and all that. But we just looked tactically clueless all season. And as soon as Uno Emery came in, every game we've had a slightly different approach. Um, mm. The Liverpool uh, high line, um, it could have worked had we taken our chances earlier. Um, but, it, you know, ultimately we lost that game against an exceptional team. And then today, a different approach again where um, we played effectively like a 6-2-2 two, two at times. So yeah. Buendia and McGinn on the wings were tracking back constantly in the first half. Mm. Um, so effectively Spurs, who, as you mentioned, like to counterattack, were kind of having to cut through a, a very defensively structured side of six mm. at the back. And um, uh, Kamara and Louise both sitting very close to the defence. So ultimately, Spurs, there were one or two occasions where they did almost get something going in the first half, but it didn't quite happen. And I think if you were to look at our first half, you'd say defensively solid, very solid. But going mm. forward, we were uh, maybe not getting it forward down the channels enough. There was that one time Ollie Watkins did that and got a chance. Um, and then also, um, Buendia, um, when he was going forward, wasn't quite able to hold on to it as much as you would like or create as much as you would like. Obviously, it's difficult when you have to track back so much as he did. And his defensive work was exceptional. And then his reward came in the second half. You know, we said, you, you know, Aston, Tottenham are probably going to create chances. They're going to do better. But then ultimately, Villa, if they take get a chance, and we likely will, we have to take it. And that's exactly what we did. It was, um, and then from that moment on, you know, instead of us kind of being a backs to the wall and Tottenham throwing it all forward at us and, you know, then it's all panic and we're all looking, looking at it and going, oh dear, I hope there's not 10 minutes injury time. Instead, mm. we just look so in control at a top yeah. four team. You know, I just, you know, I just mentioned that we talk about the Gerrard uh, era. You know, we've been so bad against top four teams since we came back to the Premier League. And today it was an absolute masterclass in how to sort of defend, hit them on the break, just just a, a counterpunch essentially. And um, it was... Uh, you know, full marks really to Unai Emery. Um, we look like a team who has a top quality coach. And, uh, you yeah. know, for me, I think if I was to pick the best player, it's very, very difficult because so many of them were so good. But I think for me, it was more like the duo in the middle, Kamara and Louise. Um, what mm. did you think of those two? Yeah, just just amazing. I mean, you know, we, we've talked about this for months and months and months about our, our, our lack of solidity in midfield. Mm. Um, you know, how much we've, we've lacked the control in that area of the pitch. And um, yeah, today, Luis and Kamara uh, and the, coupled with the work rate of McGinn and, and Buendia alongside mm. them on the, on, on the wings, um, we just, we just took control of that area of the pitch massively. Um, and, um, and yeah, we, we, it, it's, it's, there were points of the game against Spurs, particularly when we were dropping to that sort of <laughs> that back six, but I was almost laughing at just, just how well coached we looked by comparison yes. to the Stevie G era. I mean, under Stephen Gerrard, I was I was looking at the individual players and thinking, where's he supposed to be? And he is he supposed to be down here, or is he supposed to be pushing or, or pressing or pushing mm. or what 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 are we doing here? Whereas under Emery and and in today's game in particular, 
it looked like just a very well coached, drilled side. Everyone knew what their responsibilities yeah. were. They knew what they were supposed to be doing. They had a plan and it paid off. And I think Emery in the post-match interview, you know, obviously he, he was very sort of happy with how it all worked. And, and you know, you must be thrilled as a coach to, to have a plan and for it to work as well as it did today. Um, mm. And um, and yeah, I'm just, yeah, just delighted. And, and I'm so glad that that, that Douglas has signed a, a new contract with us yes. because I think he could really thrive under Emery and, and in the system that, that Emery is playing with him. I mean, his goal, as I, as I mentioned, was a great finish. And, you know, potentially this system allows him to to break forward a bit more. He, he is actually, although obviously for, for a couple of seasons now, he's been utilised more as a defensive midfielder. Mm-hmm. We've said for a long time, you know, his strengths probably <laughs> lie slightly further at the pitch. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he scored some wonderful goals for us in the past. And, and, and um, you know, this was a different type of goal. Normally, if he does score, it's from 30 yards or from a corner. Yeah. Um, but but this, this was, you know, him bursting into the box and, uh, and, and just waiting for that dink over from McGinn. And yeah, I think, I think under Emery, Dougie could be one of the main players uh, going forward. Um, yeah, but 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 yeah, you, you touched on this in 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 your kind of analysis. But the three out of four Premier League wins under Emery is is impressive. But I think mm. the performances more than anything have been the standout. Yes, know, as as we say, the, the the tactical side of things, the way we we we, we differ from game to game in terms mm-hmm. of how we approach the opponents. And let's not forget, four, four of the teams we faced: Brighton away, Spurs away. United and Liverpool, you know, yeah. good quality opposition. Yeah. And we performed brilliantly in all of those games. Okay, the Liverpool game, we, we lost, but we had our chances. Mm. And on another day, you know, if Watkins had his shooting boots on, um, it could have been a different story. So, yeah, yeah re- really, really pleased. I, I don't think I've been happier after a performance in a, you know, in a, in a long time. It was just a very, we made Spurs look decidedly average. And considering how good Spurs are and what, how high quality um, their manager is, that might be arguably our best performance since we came back to the Premier League, tactically at least. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, like in those games that we've um, won under Emery, you know, United, they got a goal back. Again, you mentally we could have collapsed and allowed them back and won three two, lost 3-2. Instead, we held out, scored again. Brighton, we had an early setback where we conceded early on. Douglas Louise um, conceded the ch- uh, the chance at the start to McAllister. Then he won it back at the end and we came back and we won. And then again today, <laughs> yeah. you know, we didn't allow Spurs to get at us when we took that early lead. So it's showing a strong mentality. And that Louise-Kamara uh, partnership is just magical. You know, you mm-hmm. could see there was something there in that sort of during the World Cup when we had the friendlies. And of all the th- things I noticed, particularly in it, it's hard. You can't take too much from Premier League, but the, the, they seem to complement each other really well. And it, we've been saying for years, Villa need a CDM, you know, and we found a high quality one, um, and one who complements um, Louise so well and allows Louise at last to be able to play further forward instead of having to constantly do defensive duties, which he was doing for the last couple of years. And that ultimately will hopefully lead him to be just get better and better and he got that goal today and who knows there may be more goals to come from him um mm. so that pivot is just so important McGinn a bit of a glow up I think um yeah during the these during the World Cup friendlies now he looks he look maybe looks a bit slimmer I don't know if I'm making yeah. it up as his hair um but he no I I think I think he looks he looks yeah, I mean, he, I think his frame is always, he's, he is quite a, I mean, we talk about, you know, his 
McGinn's booty, don't we? Uh, as being mm. a big advantage to him. I think he's always got quite a, like a big frame, but but I think yeah. he's he's definitely sort of slimmed down and 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 his work rate was was incredible. Yeah, I mean, work he's, rate incredible. It, it's it's interesting. It's a very very interesting tactical switch from again because obviously he's on the he's now playing on the 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 left or the right he was today. He was on the uh, um, right today. He was yeah, on the right today behind right, yeah. behind uh, in front of uh, Young. So um so you know it, for him it must be a very interesting change of position. But he's mm. not like he's not obviously playing as a traditional winger. Um, no. but, but he's he's but he's doing he's cutting inside a lot. Obviously he cut inside to support Luis for his goal yeah. but his tracking back as well was just yeah. impeccable being being in the first half where we were oh just just brilliant I mean the, the work rate of Buendia the work rate of McGinn I yeah. mean that's never really been in, in question and I think Emery's noticed that as as key attributes in this side and and he's decided to play them where he's playing them so that they can you know they can they can basically support you know the full backs in both defensive and and offensive mm. phases of the, of the game. It's just, it's just just great to see. It's great yeah. to see. I'm yeah. very uh, I'm very very and, happy. And a few other also, notes Frankie, that... if I can ask you, yeah, yeah. Well, I, you're probably going to touch on these, but mm-hmm. so firstly, Ashley Young over Cash now. Oh. It's a, it seems like a real scrap well, for that right back spot. Well, for for years, I've been saying I would like to see Cash play further forward. Not that I think that's where he'd ultimately excel at at, the, at his best, but I've just felt like he used to be a midfielder at Forest. He's played in midfield for Poland, but we've never tried that. I would just like to see it. And today was the first time I've seen Villa do it. Mm. We played in front of uh, yeah. Young. Now, McGinn might be injured. So against Wolves, does that mean Matty Cash might come in because Ramsey's still injured as well and play for ahead of yeah. um, Young, which I think would help us because they've got Podence and um, Bueno on that side of the pitch. And they're yeah. the two players yeah. I would identify as pro- potentially causing us problems, potentially Podence um, for Wolves. So maybe having a more defensive side um, pairing on that side, plus a player in cash who can run and run all day and get forward and back and you know potentially uh, be good on the counter. Um, that could that could mm-hmm. be something to look out for against Wolves. Um, but uh but yes, um, I thought it. I mean, it's just great to have those options. But Ashley Young, my God, like you know, he's only a couple of months younger than Cristiano Ronaldo, and Ronaldo, you know, we're all saying he's he's you know passed it at the highest level or whatever. Young just is still excelling in his leadership ability, his um, just his you know that that winning mentality that I think Emmy Martinez has as well, knowing when to be a bit of a bit of a dick, you know. Um, and then he's Ming... still he's still he's still rapid as well. He's still he's, rapid, outpacing he's still Son. Like, he, that's on, yeah, 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 yeah. Incredible. And then Tyra Mings was a real leader today. I thought Conte did really well. Um, you know, and then also you saw why um, Ollie Watkins starts because yes, Watkins is frustrating in that he doesn't always take his chances when they come, and that can cost us as it did against Liverpool. But today the two goals came about because of his hard work. You know, yeah. Lloris made a mistake off the Douglas Ruiz shot for the first one. But Watkins, what he did to then hold the ball up, pick out Buendia, superb. And then the second goal as well, which McGinn was involved with both goals as well, actually. But um, uh, Watkins, again, sort of just winning the ball, laying it off, just being a, a, a nuisance, a hassle. You know, he occupies that defence. And he again, like, whilst there are frustrations to his game, you totally see why he starts and you totally see why... Managers love having him around so much. Mm. And also worth noting that goal from um, the first goal from Buendia came from the, the it started with um, Bubakar Kamara turning on the ball so well, very deep in our half. 
and laying it off in a very difficult scenario. And he did a very similar thing for one of our goals against Brighton, if I recall, where he turned and went and uh, from deep, and and we kind of ended up with a phase of play where we scored. So having Kamara there, the, the knock-on effect of it, a player of his quality, it's just it's just awesome. And I'm I'm absolutely mm. buzzing, and I want to go out there now in the minus 10 as it is up here in the Highlands <laughs> and build a, uh, find all the wood I can and build a big uh, a statue of uh, John Wick- McGinn. Like a wicker, like a wicker McGinn. A wicker McGinn. I wouldn't want to burn it down. Um, I want to, I want to, but, uh, you know, just something to celebrate. What a fantastic mm. um, performance it was all round from Villa. I mean, it's just, it just, it was just a, to my mind, um, you know, uh, and also praise to Robin Olsen coming in over him. Well, Martinez, yes. Yeah. Well, well, that I think we I think we need to mention this this point because obviously yeah. there was a big debate before the game about whether Martinez um, was going to start. Given the picture that I saw on the training ground with his sort of <laughs> flushed red eyes, yeah, um, I, I, there was a part of me thinking, yeah, he's not going to be ready for Spurs. Is he? <laughs> yeah. he's, still, he's still carrying a bit of a hangover, I think, from the yeah. Argentina win. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I, it was still nice to see that he was sort of instructing from the sidelines and then <laughs> saw that shot where sort of panned to him on the bench pointing to where he wanted Olsen to yeah. beat the ball and he did that the same when, Co- nice. when Coutinho was coming on you could see Martinez getting at him like we're going to win this and Coutinho had a nice cameo as well it's the best I've seen he Coutinho pro- play this season probably he was pl- he was playing some really nice balls I, yeah. I just think like there's something that's happened in this squad and also if, on, on the point of Coutinho Lots of rumours about him leaving in January, but mm-hmm. then, he, then he obviously posted on social media a little update saying, you know, all these rumours are nonsense. I'm happy here. My family is settled here, which which is not... I know we've sort of critiqued Coutinho in the last few months, but mm-hmm. having him on the bench as an option is just still an yeah. incredible thing, isn't it? You know, because yeah. he's still... He's still there, there, is, there, is, there is elements of quality to his play. Oh, and you saw and it I today, yeah. I, you saw it today. As a bench option? Mm. is 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 phenomenal i think i think that's really really important as well as a point to to mention but going back to uh the martinez olsen situation mm. yeah um you know post-match emery was saying he was impressed by olsen Olsen was a you know he was he was decent a clean sheet is always a good thing great for his confidence couple of iffy moments with the ball at his feet yeah which is, which is one with which kane is a, wasn't it yeah yeah yes yes which is which is a, a concern we mentioned about him before um but Frankie, who's who starts in goal for you against Wolves now? Who, who, who uh, do you think will start? Um, well, if Emmy Martinez shows that he's ready over the next two days, I think he sh- starts. Um, I wasn't too fussed about him not starting today. I know there's a lot of Villa fans are upset about it, and I understand that. And if it, you know, if Olsen had made a big mistake today, then you know, justifiable. But ironically, it was Hugo Lloris who was the French World Cup final keeper who made the mistake today, and so, um. I thought it was fair enough. He only came back on Friday. Emery's a very meticulous manager and likes to have preparations and has been drilling it into Olsen probably a week what he expects at Tottenham. So I think I think it's kind of fair enough. Um, and yeah, and if and he said post-game in the interview, he said, Robin knows that Amy Martinez is the number one, but all he can ask is what Olsen did today. And Olsen has had a tough start to life at Villa. Um, he's looked lacking in confidence, which is naturally going to happen if you barely ever play. And then you suddenly have mm. to come in in a position like goalkeeper as well, where all the eyes are on you when you make a mistake, you know? Um, so it's uh, it, it's tough to just be out of a team for so long and then come back in and do the business. But, he, you know, today, ultimately, he did it. And, you know, there were a couple of occasions where you thought, you know, all, you know, the free kick at the end of the first half where Son um, tried to whip it in. And it's one of them where you think, like, all right, is he going to be, is he going to catch it? And he did. You know, his catching was good. Um, his distribution, I thought, was 
decent at times. You know, it's one or two that could have been better, but you know, it 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 ultimately did what you would have asked of him. Really, um, it was a, and I'm really pleased for Robin Olsen, and I'm because it's great to have a a squad where everyone can get involved and everyone can do a job. You know, and in very versatile positions. You ask Emmy Buendia to do a defensive role today, and he did it. You asked John mm. McGinn to play further forward, maybe in a few games, or you asked Matty Cash to play in midfield, and they're all doing it, and they're all, you know. Mm. You know, look, there's still a long way to go this season and things could all fall apart quickly. But the signs are under Emery already that there's there's a manager who is high level, who's a proper coach and is getting the best out. He's, he's somebody who studies other teams, works out how to nullify them and tries to get the best out of all our players. And to be quite frank, that's all I can ask for, really. Uh, uh, delighted. Yeah, four points off Europe. Well... Just thought I'd throw that in there. All, all, I'm looking forward to our uh, Champions League final next season when Emmy Martinez, when he, when he, <laughs> we're playing, we play again with PSG penalty shootout. Kylian Mbappe lining up. Emmy Martinez whips out a little baby Mbappe. Gets and, he, and then, and then he grabs the Champions League trophy and uses it uh, as like a sort of a metal penis again. <laughs> we have a statue of that outside the whole tent. <laughs> All Villa, no filler on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Welcome back, everybody. As we mentioned, we play Wolves on Wednesday night at Villa Park. Um, interesting one, really. Obviously, they've got a new manager in Lopetegui. Mm-hmm. Uh, so your thoughts on uh, on that one, Frankie? Yeah, it is interesting. It's, it's diff- Just as it will be difficult for Wolves to exactly work out how Villa will play, considering we have a new manager and a new setup, it's quite difficult to know exactly how Wolves are going to line up because Lopetegui, look, He's a, he's a gifted manager. He has won the Europa League very recently with Sevilla, yeah. as has our Professor Unai. Um, he's a manager who did very well with Spain. So Wolves have got a very serious qualified manager. Um, I think I'm just looking at what Wolves have done in the last few games. and They beat well, where Everton away 2-1. Uh, yeah, it was a last-minute winner, wasn't it? From them? Last-minute winner. Played a 4-3-3, which matched up to what Everton played in a 4-3-3. Interestingly, Wolves then played Man United at home and set up with a 4-2-3-1, which Man United also set up with. So um, it's... And they played well as well. And they played well and were unlucky to lose 1-0 sure. to that rush for goal. So it, it's it's quite hard to call what Wolves are going to do. Are they, are they going to try and line up in, in a, an you know identical way to us? Um, it could be one of them where... Two managers who were very thoughtful maybe cancelled each other out. Um, my my thinking is, if Diego Costa starts up front for Wolves, I would, whilst he's a hassle, he's not the Diego Costa of a couple of years ago. So I'd mm. like to think that our defence in Mings and Conson might be able to handle him quite well. Um, though it will be a battle and he will wind people up. Ashley Young on Podence, cash ahead of him if McGinn's injured. Um, so... Again, with Bueno, who I think is a decent left-back for Wolves. Mm. That will be an interesting uh, duel to watch, I think, those four, see how they all get on. Podence particularly, I, I really rate Podence. I think he's I think yeah, he's really I good. Do. But then, you know, you're then looking at Ruben Neves with the um, Kamara. Now, Douglas Luiz as well came off with an injury. I'd like to think he'll be fit. So, the Neves, Martinho, um, and uh, is it? Nunes as well. There's a couple of player Wolves players I'm not too familiar with, but um, basically yes, it's the the fundamental point is I think it's difficult to say how Wolves are going to line up, and I think they'll probably try to do something very similar to what they did against Everton, 
where they mm. try and just hit us on the counter. And if we play a high line, they might have some success with that. Um, but uh, ultimately, I'd really back Villa to, you know, Wolves second bottom. It's a local derby. I'd back Villa to go into it high in confidence and to um, cause a lot of problems for, for Wolves, for sure. I'm uh, looking forward to seeing what Ollie Watkins does to their defence. How about you? Yeah, How I, you yeah no, I, I think it's going to be an interesting game. I think, you know, it's an evening kickoff again, which... Um, which always makes for a good atmosphere, particularly when it comes yeah. to a local derby. Um, uh, yeah, under Lopetegui, obviously, he's still figuring out what his best side is and clearly what his best formation is. Mm. Um, they they did impress me against uh, United, as as I say. They were really in it um, for the duration of the game. And, and obviously, Ten Hag had to turn to the man he'd banished from the first team <laughs> yeah. um, to, to, to come on and make a difference. And he's a man in, in form for them, uh, Rashford. So... Mm. You know that that was the only difference, really. Uh, very informed Marcus Rashford. They they both did do very well, and we're lucky not to get anything from the game. So, um, yeah, Lopetegui, as you say, comes with a lot of credentials himself. Actually, it's a very impressive role call of managers now in the Premier League. Uh, yeah, it really is. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's almost like the the stars are off the pitch rather than on it half the time. Mm. Um, but but yeah, two two managers that that obviously will know each other very well. Um, so yeah, it'll be very very interesting. And as you say, um. They, 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 the issue with Wolves at the moment is they don't have a a, a striker who who uh, who is consistent enough. Uh, I think I think Costa was always a bit of a risk mm-hmm. coming back to the Premier League. Um, as you say, he's not the, he's not the player that he was at Chelsea. So so I don't particularly worry too much about him. I think I think I think um, uh, Mings has the physicality uh, to 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 more than match yeah. him. So that, I think that that's a good be, that's a good battle. Mings it's an interesting and Costa. battle. Yeah, but I I I like to think Mings he's he's in a bit of form now. Obviously, a clean sheet uh, today, so we'll take that into the Wolves game and and hopefully um and hopefully do well there. So yeah, and and you know we talk about Watkins is is he a finisher? Um, his work rate is is so impressive, and and if he doesn't score, then I like to think that we've got the likes of Bailey Ings off the bench maybe that can come and mm. uh, come and make the difference. I think it'll be a very close game. There might be some Villa fans thinking, looking at the table and thinking, "Well, Wolves are really struggling, and um, you know we should be it should be a comfortable game." I I don't think it'll be like that at all. No. I think it'll be a real battle. It'll be a real yeah. fight, um, and it'll be it'll be it'll be close. So I think if we're going to do a score prediction, um, I think it'll be I'm going to go two one Villa. Okay, I'm going to say Ollie Watkins scores twice. And if Ramsey was playing, he would have got one. But um, I'm going to say, I'm going to be really optimistic. I'm going to try. I Normally, I'm very um, worried. But it's a new year. It's a new me, George. Um, yeah. We've just beaten Tottenham away, top four side. Are we a team that's better playing away than at home? We'll find that out over the next few weeks. There's still mm. a lot to find out. It's very difficult to play against uh, um, a side with a very good manager, Julian Lopetegui, and not really know what quite to prepare for with them. I think Pedence might, I, I don't know, I just, I, he always, he just worries me. I, I like Pedence. Um, I'm going to say 3 1 Villa. I'm going to say we do it. I'm going to believe, um, or, or I don't, I, I don't like being confident. Well, Frank, I, I, t- I tell you what, 3 1 Villa, we really are knocking on that door for Europe, aren't we? We're well, booking our flights. The, the goals have to flow at some point for Ollie Watkins, and I'm hoping that. Uh, Wednesday night might be the night. And George, yeah, caught booking my flight. I've, I'm already on Skyscanner. As soon as the second goal went in today, I was straight on Skyscanner looking for 
for deals for uh, for next season, <laughs> making sure I could get a few you know points on Just Ryan. Imagine t- t- taking all Villa no filler on tour. We'll be doing shows from from airports all over Europe. Oh, absolutely! Walking up to bars, going, "Do you know who I am?" And they'll say, <laughs> I, "I say that in Birmingham, and no one has a clue who we are." So, so we won't probably won't work abroad either. What's what's German for for Do you know the Wi-Fi password? <laughs> we, might, we might be we might be relying on that in the in the next few months. <laughs> what's the German for? Can you follow us on Spotify? Um, what's what's the Spanish for? Can you give us a five star review on the app on iTunes and Spotify, please, mate? <laughs> What's the Italian for? Can you write us a review, please? Follow exactly. us. We're going to have to be brushing up on all this, Frankie. That, that's a look. That's a message to all Villa fans who are listening all over the world. Please follow us. Please write nice reviews. The more we get that, the more we can get up in the charts and you know keep going as we as we do. Um, and obviously, we're getting. For... We, I mean, we're getting massively ahead of ourselves here, but we, we've got to go, haven't we? We've got to go. If if if. Oh. if. If, Look, as the as a Rudyard Kipling poem goes, <laughs> if we if we if we get into Europe, we've got to got to try and go. And we oh, it. absolutely. Um, that's it. Um, you know, even if it's Europa Conference League, that to me is is that little taste of Europe already. It's good to get the flavour. You know, um, I think this season is it possible? Well, you know, dare to dream, Professor Unai. He'll have his plan, um, but uh, it's 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 going to be tough this year, I think. But um, no reason at all not to believe that we can't do that in the next couple of years. And also, George, my dream, the FA Cup. That's that's my dream to see Aston Villa, see Emmy Martinez lift that, lift that trophy over his head. Um, well, yeah, o- over his head, preferably rather than the other part of his body. <laughs> um, yeah, that uh, and Stevenage next week. You know, you never know, George. I'm I'm quite. I'm quite excited with Unai. Quite excited. Yeah. This is a good start. Uh, yeah. No, I, I think I'll take an FA Cup win and a European spot this season. I think. Yeah. I think that'll be. <laughs> You'd take about, it. Just about par. <laughs> I'd, I'd sell. I'd par. sell my mother for that. Sell my father. Sell, sell them both off. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't do that, Mom and Dad. I, oh no, I wouldn't. I promise you. Maybe could be tempted. You're, 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 you're saying that about our only two listeners, Frankie. So just be careful about. <laughs> you're telling me your parents don't listen. <laughs> I don't think they do, no. Um, but 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 yeah. But I listen. I'm. I, I know we're probably drunk on uh, on on the highs of today's performance yeah. and result. But but why not? Why not? Newcastle are flying. Why can't we sort of join them in that sort of exactly. cracking cr- cracking into that sort of top six, top seven, top seven places? There's no reason why we can't. Okay, and on that dizzying high notes uh, thank you everybody for listening i've been your host george linsky frankie catch you later catch you later george up the villa what a win oop the villa as they say up in the highlands probably uh and it's goodbye <laughs> from me we'll be back again very soon but until then come on super aston villa